This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Stopping our news this half hour as we stand by for word from Cook County prosecutors about potential charges after what Chicago police are calling the accidental shooting death of an eight-year-old boy in Lundale. WBBM's My Martinez reports medical examiners have not yet released the boy's identity. Chicago police say the boy was inside a home in the 3100 block of West Flournoy with another male juvenile when they found a gun. One shot was fired around 425 a.m. and the eight-year-old was wounded in the chest. He was taken him outside. Sinai Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. Police say no one else was injured and the weapon was recovered at the scene. My Martinez, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Lake County, Illinois, a 16 year old teenager is being charged as an adult in a fatal shooting last weekend. Prosecutors say Esteban Sarmiento shot and killed Omar Diaz in Highland Park. Diaz lived in Highwood. Investigators believe Diaz and Sarmiento knew each other and were engaged in an ongoing dispute. Sarmiento's bond has been set at $5 million. Lawsuit against uh, the city of Chicago and six police officers. It's over a shooting, an incident during which a man was left paralyzed one year ago on the west side. An update now from WBBM's Mike Krauser. Police had said at the time that 37-year-old Raymond Comer was shot, he was pulled over for what was called an investigatory stop. Police said officers observed an individual inside the vehicle armed with a handgun, at which time the officer discharged their weapon, striking the individual. Comer's attorneys say it was excessive force. A press release from Romanucci and Blandin says upon arriving at the scene and prior to any communication with Mr. Comer or confirmation of a weapon, an officer fired at least 11 bullets at Mr. Comer as he sat in the vehicle, hitting him multiple times and permanently paralyzing him from the waist down. Comer was charged with four felonies soon after the incident. The Civilian Office of Police Accountability case files have been sealed by a court order. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. Hammond's mayor is prepared to face any lawsuits challenging a newly passed ordinance that mandates gas stations must close overnight to deter crime. Mayor Thomas McDermott Jr. made his feelings known at a city hall meeting last night. And if we don't win, let me tell you something. You want to hang that on my head? That Mayor McDermott tried to shut down the gas stations to, to save the, his city Hammond's crime rates, and he lost. What a jerk, huh? He lost that case. Hang it on me. I don't care. This makes sense. Gas station owners claim the ordinance will reduce their revenue, and the ordinance is created after a Chicago man was shot dead at a Hammond gas station in late June. In Winnetka, still no sign of a man who went underwater about 2 this morning near Elder Lane Beach. The fire chief says three men had jumped off a pier in the area. Only two resurfaced from the water. Fire officials say due to the dangerous conditions in the water, their search was mainly limited to the shore. It's 3.06. Summer is over for more than 35,000 students at Elgin District U46 as the state's second and largest school district began classes this morning. The new year is beginning with more than 160 new teachers fresh off orientation earlier this month. New U46 Superintendent Suzanne Johnson told parents in a recorded message they have a lot to look forward to. This year is full of promise for us all. Our schools are buzzing with anticipation and I am eager to witness the achievements of each and every one of our students. The Elgin Courier News reported last week the district still has dozens of teaching positions to fill and is challenged by low unemployment the paper says the district is also short about a dozen bus drivers, but has more than last year. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059, WBBM. A Hyde Park woman is helping lead efforts in her community to help migrants on the South Side a year after they started being bused here to Chicago. When Lucia Donner wasn't seeing many efforts,
efforts on the south side to support migrants, she says she decided to start her own group on Facebook called Neighbors Helping Our New Neighbors. It was just harder for me to get donations and just kind of swap them around everywhere and drop them off places. So I wanted to be able to have access to the donations firsthand and then be able to take them when needed because the need is so great. The group has nearly 400 members and Donner says she's even had to rent a storage unit to fit all the donations from neighbors. She says the goal of the group is to provide help where it's needed. There are such cultural differences and changes and lots of conversations and critiques happening right now about the idea of deservedness and who deserves what and for me it's mostly coming down to like we're all humans right so I want to try to be able to help when we can and how we can. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A federal judge today sentenced a central Illinois man to 10 years in prison for setting fire to a Planned Parent clinic in Peoria. 32-year-old Tyler Massengill from the town of Chillicothe learned his sentence after he used a homemade explosive to damage the clinic in January. The attack happened just days after Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a law with additional legal protections for abortion procedures. President and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Illinois, Jennifer Welsh. The fire damage was significant. Smoke and water damage made the building completely unusable. The judge also ordered him to pay $1.45 million in restitution. Although no patients, staff, or volunteers were hurt during the attack, it'll cost over $1 million to rebuild. The Peoria Health Center is slated to reopen in early 2024. Sarah Herrera, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Organizers behind Chris Kindle Market have decided to announce ahead of time opening dates for Chicago and Aurora locations. The Chris Kindle Market will celebrate its opening on November 17th. The Wrigleyville location will return to the area next door to Wrigley and will feature more than 40 vendors. It will also coincide with the Winterland at Gallagher Way event. Daily Plaza also will be a, a stop for the uh, Chris Kindle Market. And the Aurora locations at River Edge Park will open Thursday through Sundays with expanded hours as the holiday season moves along. For that Madonna has rescheduled the United Center concerts on her celebration tour, delayed when she was sidelined by a medical issue. The shows are now set for Thursday and Friday, February 1st and 2nd. Tickets for this fall's shows will be honored on the new dates. But if those dates don't work for you, you do have 30 days to request a refund. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information.